thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. ...at a definite time, in a definite place, for a definite purpose. Well, Mary's 90 miles away from Bethlehem. How in the world is this virgin girl... How in the world is her husband now, whom she's espoused to, her husband now, who she's married to, how is it going to be that they're going to end up in Bethlehem of all places? Well, I want you to see that even as history marches on, and even as this world goes forward, our God is always in control. Augustus was a, he was a good ruler in some degree. He, he was not a good man, but he was a good ruler. And he was a ruler whose mind worked in such a way that made him say, I want to know who my subjects are. I want to know who my people are. And so he thought in and of himself, I'm just doing a taxation. I'm just doing a census, a, a registration. But what I want you to realize is that history is like a glove. History is like a glove. And the hand of God fits safely and securely inside that glove. Because the hand of the Almighty is the hand that fits inside the glove of history. It's the hand that moves this world. It's the hand that raises up kings and sets down kings. It's the hand that allows empires to rise and empires to fall. The hand of God is in all of history. And God had said some six to seven hundred years before this moment, My Son, the Savior, the Messiah, He'll be born in a place called Bethlehem. But Mary is 90 miles away from Bethlehem. This is a four to ten day journey and she had no desire, I'm sure, to go to Bethlehem just of herself, to this little town, this silent town, this quiet place called Bethlehem. Why would she ever go there? Well, one writer said it this way, This necessitated something resembling a miracle. For Joseph and Mary had no intention of leaving their home in Nazareth. Therefore, it became necessary for the Spirit of God to operate in the mind of the emperor in Rome. There was no accidental occurrence as in the realm of the Spirit. For he who saw the end from the beginning was able to plan according to his foreknowledge. Had the emperor Augustus made his decision three months earlier, or indeed three months later, the unfolding of the plans of God would have been thrown into confusion. God knew, now listen to this, God knew how long it would take to set the registration machinery of the empire into action. He knew precisely how long it would take for the officials to reach their place of duty. And when every detail had been finalized, things began to move, not primarily as the emperor decreed, but according to the will of the Almighty. Do you realize what took place here? God used a sinful man to bring His Son into the world at just the right place and at just the right time. I'll not spend a lot of time on this thought, but let me just say this to you. There is not one accident that takes place in this universe. Not one. Now, you may be in a car wreck, but you'll not be in a car accident. We may have someone who is ruling 
And someone who is sitting in the seat of power that we do not like and we do not, dis- or we do not agree with and we do not rejoice in even. But let me say this to you. There is nothing in this world that happens by accident. One of our men yesterday, and I, I truly mean what I'm getting ready to say. It was an encouragement to me what he said, and I appreciate it, brother. But he was talking to me yesterday. He said, Preacher, I don't want you to get discouraged in all of this. He, he said, I, I hate it for you being a brand new pastor. He said, it seems like the whole time that you've been pastor, it's just been one thing after another that's had to be canceled because of this virus. And I'll be honest with you, that can be a discouraging thing. Now, I was looking forward to this Saturday having the couple's dinner and uh, what the Lord would do there for married couples. I was excited about that. I was excited yesterday to have a first big push of the year to, as a church coming together to get the gospel to Yadkinville. I, I was excited about that. I was looking forward to that. But let me say this to you. Don't let your heart be discouraged. Uh, don't be taken down and don't let the devil use the wile of discouragement to bring you down because you think something has happened to you that is beyond God's awareness. That is beyond God's ability. No, the same God who is able to work in the mind of an emperor, it's time to have a, a census. It's time to have a tax. Is the same God who is able, listen to me, to control and to end and to let it be what it will be, a virus by the name of COVID-19. The same God who moved in history before is the same God who moves in history today. Now, I do not pretend for a moment that I understand all that but I do know this the God who was working in history before the God who set Caesar on his throne is the God who is working in your life today to bring to pass what he desires in your life you say all I can see on the stage of my life is bad actors those who are doing evil against me and things that are going wrong in circumstances I cannot control hear me and hear me well the God who created you the God who sought you, the God who loves you. He is the God who stands back of the curtain and He is the one who controls all of history. There is not a molecule, not an atom. There is not one thing in this universe over which He is not sovereign and He is not in control. So rejoice today because your God is ruling. We see the hand of the Almighty in history. But next I want you to notice, and I'm hurrying here, we see not only the hand of the Almighty, but we see the hardship of the ascent. The Word of God tells us in verse number 4, Joseph went up from Galilee. Now let me just say a quick word there. If you were to look at a map and you were to see Galilee, you would find that Galilee was in the northern part of Israel. And if you would go down southern from Galilee and from Nazareth, you would find a place called Bethlehem. And so you say, well, pastor, shouldn't it have been that Joseph went down from Nazareth to Bethlehem? Well, what it's speaking of here is not necessarily in geographical terms. It's more a case of this. For Joseph to go from Nazareth to Bethlehem meant that he was going to be making an uphill climb the whole way. Now, I know on the map it doesn't look that way, but the whole time he's going down as the map appears, he's actually going up because it is an uphill climb to the city of Jerusalem. The land would rise the whole way as they made it to Jerusalem. And so Luke says they went up to Jerusalem. They went up 
to Bethlehem. It was a hard journey that they were making here. They came out of the city of Nazareth, in verse 4, unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Why? Well, it's simple. Because he was of the house and the lineage of David. He was of the house and lineage of David, and he came to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And the Word of God says here that it was his espoused wife. If you read in the book of Matthew, it says there in the book of Matthew chapter number 1 and verse number 24 that Jesus, before he was born, that Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. And he took unto him his wife. And he knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Again here, Luke is so definite and so detailed in his writing that some have tried to say, well, see, there's a mistake. There's a contradiction in the Word of God. In the book of Matthew, it says he took her to be his wife. That means they're no longer an engaged couple. They're a married couple. But then in the book of Luke, it says that it's his espoused wife. In other words, it's his engaged wife. Let me tell you something. There's not one contradiction in the Word of God. Rather, what we see here is simply a description of their marriage from two points of view. From the point of view of Matthew, he is saying, He arose and he took her into his house. He arose and he took her into his care. But from Luke's perspective, Luke is interested in reminding us that Jesus was born of a virgin. That Mary and Joseph did not come together and enjoy all the benefits and enjoy all the rights of a married couple until after Jesus was born. I'm just saying that to simply say this. There is no contradiction in the Word of God. The Word of God is forever settled and the Word of God is forever sure. But, but we've got to hurry here. Let's look again at the Word of God. It says, and so it's so it was while they were there in Bethlehem, that is, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. I can't help but stop there for just a moment and say this. For thousands of years, the world had been waiting for a Savior. For hundreds of years, they had been waiting to see this virgin-born Messiah come. And yet God said, no, on my timeline, there's a specific day when my son will be born. Let me just say to you today, and I trust and encourage your heart as I say this, there may be some things that you're waiting for God to bring to pass. You say, it looks like it's never going to happen. It looks like His Word is never going to come true for me. Let me say this to you. And let me say this clearly. God's plans are never hurried. His plans are never rushed. When His children were in bondage in Egypt, His plan wasn't hurried. When his children were in bondage in Babylon, his plan wasn't hurried. When Rome came and Rome ruled over the people of God, God was in no hurry because he says, there's a date on my calendar when I'm going to bring it to pass. May I say to you today, things may not be happening on the timeline that you think they ought to. Things may not be coming to pass as quickly as you believe that they should, but hear me and hear me well. Our God's in no hurry. He has a plan and God is walking down through history. And at just the right time, He's going to bring it to pass. John said, Lord, come quickly. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. And surely that's the cry of our heart. Jesus, we're ready. Come and get us. Take us home to be with you. God, we want to see you. God, we want to be with you. But the Lord says, 
at just the right time, I sent my son to Bethlehem. And at just the right time, he's going to descend and he's going to be there in the clouds and you're going to be called up together with him. At just the right time, it's going to come to pass. But let's look at the hardship of the ascent, the hardship of their journey as they go up from Nazareth to Bethlehem. You say, what was so difficult about their journey? Let's just think about a few details of it, if we may. They come to Bethlehem, a 90-mile journey. Depending on the exact route that they took and depending on the pace at which they went forward, this would have been a 4- to 10-day journey. Now you say, why would there be such a great discrepancy, four days or ten days? Well, it's pretty simple when you think about it. There was on this journey a woman who was great with child. A woman who was nine months pregnant. And I've often preached and I've often said that Mary was riding on a donkey. And perhaps that's true, I don't know. But you don't find that in the Word of God anywhere. These were poor people. Maybe they had a donkey, maybe they did not. It could very well be that for 90 long miles, a nine-month pregnant teenage girl is walking. In the dust and in the heat of the day, she's walking uphill the whole way. You've heard it a time and again. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or... You can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.